you know, a lot of people don't understand, I think, fully to that each stage, yes, they're individual, but they're so interconnected in, in, in the way that we do things. Um, and so five level framework that we, that I kind of developed was along those lines to where it was like, you know, level one, yeah, we're generating awareness level two. It's all about engagement, but driving traffic, which is kind of a little bit of a, you know, correlation, uh, between a couple stages, um, that can happen between like getting lead or getting the initial convert. So there's, you know, some connectivity and stuff that kind of happens, which I think helped me actually better understand the customer journey. Uh, more holistically. This is Digital Marketer. Hey everyone, this is Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you'd be focused on to the cutting edge tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is EJ Saunders, the CEO and owner of Blaze Digital, which has grown two and a half times year over year, which is impressive enough, but he's done it while being six months active deployment in the military. He was gone and it actually still grew using what he calls the five level ad domination framework. So welcome EJ, everybody's new hero. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Now, so that's that huge. I mean, being able to step away for that long and not, and not just step away, because I think a lot of people, entrepreneurs and, and agency owners specifically are like, man, you know, being gone means that you're on vacation, but are still accessible for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but for you, that wasn't the case at all. So why don't we just start there? Like, how the heck did you take six months uh, away from your business? So a large, huge large part of it was the structuring of the company and making sure that key personnel was in place and everybody kind of understood their roles and responsibilities. And, um, cause that was the goal anyways, right. Is to remove me from our operations so that I could come in and play more of the CEO role instead of having to be in client work and to be in, you know, all that kind of stuff. I want to really be in that position to be like a true CEO at that, mm -hmm. aspect, with that aspect. And so, um, that was the original goal in the first place. And I think that's kind of where it all starts. Um, and then with me being gone, it forced me to start to develop frameworks and things that the team can use to to be able to deploy strategies uh, for clients and to be able to actively pinpoint issues quickly and to know where to fix things. And that led to the, the you know the five level ad domination framework. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I think that's, uh, you know, it, well, so you, you didn't really have a choice about it. Like you were going to be gone for six months. And I think that, that was probably a big factor in your ability to actually assign responsibility, make sure the right people are in place, make sure the, the processes are in place because it had to be. And I think that's, yeah. that's pivotal. Yeah. I had three weeks. So three weeks. Oh, cause you found out. Wow. Deadlines are important too. <laughs> yeah. It definitely gets your butt moving if you're motivated. So, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, 100%. that's fantastic. Yeah. So, three weeks. And then how much did you have in place prior to the three weeks? So, I'm sure you had some key personnel. Yeah. I had, had some of that already kind of established. You know, we had our account manager in there kind of actively doing stuff. Um, at that point, I was in the talks, um, actually bringing on like a, a strategic partner to kind of help you know, further develop the the growth of blades and different things. Um, 
and so, and then obviously, you know, our ads team, we had a strong email team. Um, and we had, you know, a content team actually, <laughs> uh, that was able to, so we all started to kind of synergistically work together and to, you know, to be doing everything, um, synergistically on that front to be able to deliver ads and to deliver emails and SMS strategies and just overarching marketing strategies as a whole. So, um, that was, yeah, kind of the, the big core of, of what I had to start with. So, so the, the five level ad domination framework was that uh, something you came up with in those three weeks, or was it already kind of happening? It was actually the way because the, the problem was is I was having to really still be in in client work, and I was still actively kind of helping to really manage ads, and the team was relying on me to be able to come to and being like, Hey, I don't know how to do with this. Can you help me figure this out? Or let's get this, you know, done. And I, I can't do it because I don't know how to do it. So I had to jump in there and kind of do the job, so to speak. Um, and so like from my history, I've been running digital ads for quite some time, you know, um, really, really heavily starting back in 2015, 2016, um, strong all the way through till, you know, till this year, really. Um, so strong history with running digital ads, um, doing SEO, doing all those things. Um, and so over the years, um, learning from people like Molly Pittman and, you know, all these other, you know, awesome people, Dennis, you like, you know, Ryan Dice, like everybody along the way, I kind of formulated and started to, to, to structure and run ads a specific way. But you know, when you're just in there, just doing it yourself, the problem is, is, you understand what you're doing, but then when you try to explain it to somebody else, they're like, dude, this is way over my head. I get the general concept, but I have no idea how you go about and actually do this and manage them and scale the ads and be able to remain, you know, keep high profitability and all that kind of stuff. So that's when I've been struggling trying to explain that. Um, and so when this deployment came in, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible um, and keep it, try to keep it because we run, you know, we're, we're certified partners with digital, you know, with you guys, digital marketer, and um, we run pretty heavily along the lines of the customer journey. So, so that's really the framework that kind of started with and, and then just input the way that I kind of run ads in accordance to that framework. And that led us to basically like, you know, upwards to the ascend stage is kind of where that kind of ended up. Um, but essentially it's, you know, really close to along those same lines is how I ran those uh, campaigns. And, you know, we actually structured a growth scorecard uh, close to the growth scorecard that DM puts out, but very, very closely related to the actual five level framework. So it, it does combine different stages and there's different correlation that kind of happens along the way, which, you know, a lot of people don't understand, I think, fully to that each stage. Yes, they're individual, but they're so interconnected in, in, in the way that we do things. Um, and so the five level framework that we that I kind of developed was along those lines to where it was like, you know, level one, yeah, we're generating awareness. Level two, it's all about engagement, but driving traffic, which is kind of a little bit of a, you know, correlation 
between a couple stages um, that can happen between like getting a lead or getting the initial convert. So there's, you know, some connectivity and stuff that kind of happens, which I think helped me actually better understand the customer journey uh, more holistically. But it really gave the team like, I don't know, a really good understanding, simple understanding of like, oh, this is that's why <laughs> this is yeah. So so like level two, we're tracking, you know, people have engaged with us but haven't gone to the website. Well, what things do we need to track to make sure that that happens? You know, how do we get somebody that's in a level two position over to level three? Well, let's track landing page views, let's track click through rate, let's track those things, you know, and so explaining that too as well to the clients of like, hey, here's here's the reality of of this. We're gonna we're gonna be super foundational and really stick to to true fundamentals of of marketing, but really, you know, try to dive in deep so that we can really track along the way to make sure that we have a predictable path to purchase. Um, you know, with with ads. Because emails too come into play. Texts come into play, you know, and so understanding how digital ads interacts with email marketing um, and then the content that you're putting out along the way, like it all is so interconnected. So having a better understanding of like, okay, we're running a level one ad, which is an awareness ad. What kind of ad do we run with that? Well, a brand anthem would be awesome. Something that just grabs people's attention that either the goal is to get them to view that video or to push them, you know, to a landing page or get them to engage however they want to like interact. But that's like the first thing. So what do we want to do? We want to show what we stand for and who we are as a company and and really drive that curiosity and that interest. Um, and that, you know, may take them to a level three or level four, right? To where they're actually adding something to cart. Or it may just be a video view where there's that interaction, level of interaction. So it's really dialing in, you know, along the way, kind of, you know, on a deeper level, it is very like surgical and how you go about it. But you can be very, um, creative in the way that you're communicating with people at certain levels. So, but it's, you know, so that's kind of the, one of the cool things about it and really just trying to understand it a very, it is fundamental in my opinion. I don't know, it may not be as fundamental to others, but for me, it's, it's breaking down to really be super fundamental on how we're messaging, how we're communicating at which level people are at. No, I love that. Well, I love how you, you kind of took the, the customer value journey, which is an eight stage process and we call it journey too. And it's, and if you actually look at it, it looks like a map and the map, it doesn't just go one way. You'll see that the arrows go every way. Yeah. Uh, but I think your ability to take that and even the, the kind of gamification that you have with it, where it's a level system, it's level one, level two, like people can understand that. And I think that's why, you know, that that's why we have our systems are so broad is so that people like you can take them and apply them for your unique market, your team, the, your resources and everything else so that you can make it, uh, you know, useful. <laughs> you know, it's not supposed yeah. to be so complicated that nobody can get it, but it's supposed to be advanced where somebody like you can take it and bring it down to whatever level you need to, to execute with your team, which is what you've done. Uh, now I got, I heard the description for level one being kind of corresponding with awareness, level two being corresponding with engagement. Uh, could you describe the, the three, four, five and kind of how those work? Yeah. So kind of, and this is going to be more for, for the ads portion of it. Cause we do have one for email as well. That kind of correlates through, you know, through the levels, you know, starting at level two. 
Um, and so level one, yeah, is awareness. And then level two is kind of our engagement segment slash lead gen. So we'll run level two, we'll run a lot of, uh, you know, traffic campaigns to drive traffic, and then we'll run lead capture campaigns. So people that have seen us, they're aware of us, they've engaged with us to some level. Yeah, we'll run a lead capture campaign. If we can grab their email at that level, that's where they're at. Awesome. But otherwise, we're going to try to drive them to the website. Um, and this is really geared to around the e-commerce type client, um, which in my opinion, I think it would happen. I think you could use it very effectively across the board with just about anybody, but we use it for e-commerce. Level three is people that have been to the website, um, but haven't added anything to cart. Right. So they maybe have been to a blog post, maybe they've been to a product page um, and just looked around. They, they've been to they've gone to that level of engagement. Level four is more like your abandoned cart situation. So people, they've been to the product page. You know, this is the scenario that I kind of tell the team. It's like the person went into the store. They went to the aisle. They picked up the product. They went and stood in the checkout line. And then for some reason, they dropped it and walked out the store. So. How do we need to communicate with them at that level? Like what kind of emails, what kind of texts, you know, what things do we need to be tracking to, you know, to, to drive them to that purchase too? Cause that's extremely important that we're tracking the right metrics. Um, and then level five is our current customer base. So basically kind of taking them back in through the loop of like introducing new products, introducing upselling them, cross-selling them, however you want to like think about that. Um, but all that's like interactive with both ads and emails along the way. Oh, I love that. Well, I love your description of the abandoned cart because a lot of people just think like, oh, abandoned cart, like whatever, you know, I, I guess I, we could target them. But it, describe it like that because if you were the store owner and somebody walked through your store, was shopping, checked things out, put it in their cart, got in line and then left, you'd be like, they must have had somewhere else to go. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you would definitely question like, okay, what did we do wrong where they didn't just wait another second and check out? Like that's, yep. that's odd. And so, yeah, that's, that's probably the best description of Vanity Cart I've ever heard. Good job, PJ. Yeah. That Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to use that one because that's, that's great. Uh, that's but awesome. yeah, putting the system. So, so just in terms of the actual transaction, would that be level four as well like they either checked out or they abandoned cart or how does when does the transaction happen or the initial transaction so the initial transaction happens like at a level four typically so if they've if they've gone from level four to level five that's the transaction happening so that's the crossover they make a purchase they're a level five okay person or individual and now retargeting and well actually let's talk about retargeting really quick so i think a lot of people since with all the facebook changes and literally 99 percent of people opting out of tracking except for yeah. people like us who are marketers uh yeah. <laughs> opted to track it uh do you still use retargeting through facebook or other platforms so yes very very heavily so so we're going in and we're creating audiences like crazy so when we initially go into you know, our client's account, we're setting up for this level system. Um, we'll initially create like 50 different audiences across the board. So I don't know if people understand they can create audiences in Google Analytics. They can create it, obviously, in Google Ads. They can create audiences in Facebook, um, you know, just about any other ad platform that has a pixel to it. Yeah, some people do opt out of tracking 
Um, but a lot of people, you know, there's still a good chunk of people that will um, not mess with it or, you know, whatever. It's still effective, is, I guess is what I'm saying. And that's really another reason why we try to to capture that email as well, like quickly. We want to try to get them on our list as fast as possible because we control that. Um, and, you know, we can go in and upload customer lists. We can go in and upload all that to create audiences, to create lookalike audiences and stuff like that. So if you have a big enough customer base, then you you can generate, you know, a pretty good audience right off the bat um, with just doing that alone. So um yeah it's a little different a little different take on that but yeah i mean i out of all the people that do opt out of tracking there's still a good amount of people that don't um you know it, it's kind of yeah no I, I think it's about it yeah well, i think i think a lot of people who you know david know maybe they didn't opt out but uh or they're signing up manually because I, I know me personally if i you know, on some of the networks that I'm in, I'll intentionally go through an ad. Like I know it's an ad. I'm going to click on it. I'm even going to put in my email, but I'm not going to buy because I'm not a hundred percent ready. But I know if I take that step or even just clicking on the ad or commenting or liking, I know that I just opted into their follow-up system. And I'm not sure if that's just a marketer thing, but I'm sure people are subconsciously doing that as well. Like, okay, I know if I do this, they're going to track me and I'm thinking about buying I'm not 100% right now, but I want to know more. And so I want you to retarget me because maybe in the future I'll do it. And if you don't, then ah, that's good too. I didn't need to buy that right now. And maybe I won't need to buy it later, but I like the tracking and yep. follow up. And maybe it's like a tease, right? Like yep. I might be interested, you know, we'll see how you follow up. You know, <laughs> yeah. well, and that's another thing, too, because there's a big difference in people opting out of tracking on people's websites and people in the, in the ability for Facebook to continue to track regardless um, if you opt out or not you know, on their platform, they still have the ability to collect that data and push it on. So creating audiences around like every level of engagement, you know, we're talking about Instagram, for example, creating an audience based off everybody who's obviously clicked on an ad. That's basic stuff. But like everybody who sent you a DM, everybody's been to your profile page, everybody that's um, you know been and looked at a, your shop and the shop products and all that kind of stuff. Like every every level of engagement, they're just on that platform alone. Basic, you know, video views is another one that people I think overlook in a big way because you can track. I want to send a, an ad off of people who viewed this specific video, ninety five percent of of it. So if you have a minute long video and people watch 95% of it and you send them that it's, a, they're, they're interested, like you got their attention. Um, it's worth sending them a retargeting ad to get them to take the next step. And that's really like what it's about is just keep pushing people along. Um, Cause retargeting, I don't think is going to fully ever go away. It would be well from the bar, the marketer and the consumer standpoint, because the thing at the end of the day, like we all buy stuff, right? And we all yep. shop for stuff. And I like if I find one item to find more items like it, like it's all just basic. Uh, this is how commerce works. But I think there was this big repulsion to like, oh, stop tracking me and stop looking at this and stop, you know. And now I think people are taking a step back from that. Like, oh, well, maybe maybe a little bit of tracking is okay. Because I like 
new tennis shoes. And if you show me tennis shoes from brands I've never heard of, there's a good chance I might like those. And I never would have found them if I didn't, you know, if somebody didn't target me. So this is fine. So just, yeah. a, and I think people and that like you, you're taking advantage of that. And I think it's going to pay off in spades because I think people are, everybody's starting to realize like, it's not a bad thing. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe not know every detail about people's lives, you know, have that line of privacy versus whatever. Um, but since the end of the day, yeah. How do you think the metaverse is going to work? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just, uh, yeah. You think about that. Imagine seeing yourself walking by you in a new pair of fancy shoes that you would totally like. I'd be like, yeah, I look good in those. <laughs> it's not, not, not yeah. bad. The whole seeing yourself walking around is going to be freaking. But uh, other than that, I'd be like, you know what? That looks great. I think that's, and and I'm just mentioning this because I'm, I'm probably going to do a panel just about the use of AI and marketing and, and creativities or, or creative work and stuff like that. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be game changing in terms of how we sell. And I think systems like yours are going to be huge because yeah. people are starting to realize that they, not only do they work, and they're more effective, but people like it. Yeah. People like systems and they like being followed up on and they like you showing stuff that they would like, you know, nothing wrong with it. So I think your your system sounds fantastic. I think it's incredible that you've been able to to basically not manage it for six months and more than double your growth. Uh, that's incredibly, uh, just an incredible story. So congratulations there. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. So where can people learn more about uh, Blaze, you, your system, all that good stuff? Yeah, so if you go to blazedigitalsolutions.com, um, and if you go, if you're a business owner and you're interested in working with us, just click on that apply now, fill out the application, input in the notes and stuff that you heard us from here, and we'll give you a free two-hour strategy session, and we'll start building that level system out for you um, to where you have a direction, you know what you need to do next and how you need to structure your ads moving forward. Um, and yeah, it'll be totally on the house. So uh, that's yeah. huge. Well, wow. oh, thank you so much, EJ. I think the tips are fantastic. I think you've, uh, you really kind of embody what we want people to get out of uh, the digital marketer frameworks by taking it, using the pieces that work and applying it uh, to a super effective degree. So we're very happy to have you as part of the community. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Happy to be here. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. Please share this with that friend who is clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarket.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketing. Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. 
There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.